Now it's time to take a sports break. A look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends in sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to all things great in sports history. And welcome to the sports break for September 3rd, as we are going to go over some of the greatest events in history of sports that have happened on September 3rd. Talk about the great players that performed these or were a part of them and talk about their jersey numbers in reference to them if uh, they had a jersey number at the time that they played. So, before we do that, I just want to make sure and thank you, our listeners, for supporting us and listening to the podcast, supporting us on the web- website, jerseydispatch.com. And love it if you could give some feedback on your favorite podcast provider and, and subscribe so that you know as soon as we're dropping a new episode uh, each and every time. It's a great way to stay in contact with what we're going on, as well as you could also join our emailed newsletter that comes out every day. There's some links in the show notes to that, as well as on the website jerseydispatch.com now let's get to your sports history for september 3rd the uniform numbers we'll talk about today are 3 21 4 26 44 50 1 42 and a number 8 september 3rd 1906 is where we'll start off our historic drive and philadelphia giants won the negro league championship cup in philadelphia before 10,000 fans the game was black baseball's largest crowd ever in those Negro League games that they were playing there. That's uh, one of the early championships of the Negro Leagues for that Negro League Championship Cup. Uh, September 3rd, 1906, after an eight-minute argument over an umpire call, the New York Highlanders won on a forfeit over the Philadelphia Athletics. It was an amazing time for the Highlanders as they had Major League Baseball's fifth doubleheader sweep in consecutive days. That's quite a bit of games, uh, 10 wins in five days. Pretty amazing. Uh, September 3rd, 1928, future Baseball Hall of Famer outfielder Ty Cobb recorded his 4,189th and final career hit as a pinch hitter for the Philadelphia Athletics in a 6-1 loss versus the Washington Senators on that day. And on September 3rd, 1932, speaking of the Philadelphia Athletics, their first baseman at that time, Jimmy Fox, who wore number three, smashed his 50th and 51st home runs to become only the third player in Major League Baseball history to reach 50 in a season. Jimmy Fox reached some elite company with those numbers too. As at the time, only Babe Ruth, who wore number three, and Hack Wilson had achieved numbers like he had. Now, September 3rd, 1957, Milwaukee Braves pitcher Warren Spahn, who wore number 21 that season, set a National League record for a left-hander with his 41st shutout of the season when he beat the Cubs 8 to nothing. I'm sorry, that was not for the season, that was for his career. Uh, September 3rd, 1966, future Hockey Hall of Famer Bobby Orr, number four, signed his first NHL contract, which was with the Boston Bruins, and it was a two-year deal that paid him a then-record $70,000 plus a signing bonus. Big numbers for a great hockey player in Bobby Orr in 1966. September 3rd, 1970, after playing a National League record 1,117 consecutive Major League Baseball games, Chicago Cubs outfielder Billy Williams, who wore number 26 in 1970, asked for a day off from the field 
to rest and sit, sit out and watch a game from the bench that day. Probably was pretty tired after 1,100-some games. Uh, September 3, 1972, Atlanta Brave slugger Hank Aaron, wearing number 44, earned his 6,135th total base to break Stan Musial's MLB record in an 8-0 home defeat to the Philadelphia Phillies. September 3, 1974, the San Francisco Giants pitcher John Montefusco, wearing number 50 in his MLB debut, homered in his first at bat, and then he pitched nine innings in relief to earn a 9-5 victory over the Los Angeles Dodgers. September 3rd, 1974, future Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame guard Oscar Robertson, who most famously wore number one, retired from professional hoops. Mr. Robertson left the NBA with an amazing 26,710 points, 9,887 assists, and over 7,800 rebounds in just over 1,000 games, 1,040 to be exact. Now, Oscar was also known to have worn number 14 with some other clubs in the association, but that number one was retired by the Bucks. September 3rd, 1977, Japanese baseball star Sadahura Oh, who wore number one with the Yuramuri Giants of the Japanese Baseball League, hit his 756th career home run to surpass number 44 Hank Aaron as the all-time career leader in professional baseball around the world. Uh, September 3rd, 1984, St. Louis Cardinals closer Bruce Souter, number 42, surpassed the National League record for saves in a season with his 38th and a 7-3 victory over the New York Mets. And finally, September 3rd, 1985, New York Mets catcher Gary Carter, who wore number 8 with the Mets that season, was on fire when he crushed three consecutive home runs in an 8-3 victory over the San Diego Padres at Jack Murphy Stadium there in San Diego. So just some tremendous history, some great athletes to talk about. I told you there were some really uh, big names here to talk about, and even some, some ones that maybe you'd never heard of before but did some really big things. And that's what sports history is all about, such an amazing ride to be able to enjoy this each and every day. We hope that you enjoy it each and every day. You can listen here. We have the podcast coming on each day. We have different posts coming out on jerseydispatch.com, sharing some of this history that uh, goes in line with the jersey numbers and jerseys that uh, folks wore in uniforms. And we also get into other numbers, you know, race numbers of cars and things like that. So we're trying to expand all in all. So we'd love to have your feedback. Pigskindispatch at gmail.com. Also, you can find us at our other website, Pigskin Dispatch, to uh, look at football history with a broad brush of uh, everything to do to preserve football history. Hope you enjoy us on, on that too as well at pigskindispatch.com and the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch podcast where we, we are now podcasting about four or five days a week. Also have the YouTube channel for Pigskin Dispatch. Uh, don't forget Orville Mulligan, sports writer, our audio drama that we're a part of it's, uh, with Oz Davis of Truly the Goats and our number 80 productions team. We are bringing at you some great history through an audio drama uh, using fictional characters to tell an actual story of history in different aspects. Maybe some things you didn't or are not aware of back in the 1920s history. A lot's gone into that. A lot of fun has been had. We have some very talented actors that are just bringing you their best and uh, bringing it, making a very believable story. So uh, check that out, OrvilleMulligan.com or your favorite podcast provider, Orville Mulligan, sports writer. 
Also, visit our friends, sportshistorynetwork.com, where you can find this podcast, Pigskin Dispatch, and about 28 other different podcasts with some very talented individuals on there with some very excellent and expert guests that are talking about different aspects from different eras of sports history. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. Sportshistorynetwork.com. Till tomorrow, everybody, have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout and he's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.